With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to Law Students in Court podcast. My name is Ananda Leek and I am the Digital Communications Director here at Law Students in Court. Today, I'm speaking with one of our amazing alums. His name is David Seidel. How are you, David? I'm good. How are you, Ananda? I'm great. Well, let's just jump into the conversation. David, can you tell our listening audience about yourself, where you're from, and the work you're currently doing now? Sure, absolutely. So I'm from, uh, I'm originally from Oakland, California. Um, then I went out to D.C., uh, where I graduated from the George Washington University Law School just last year in 2015. Uh, and then, then I moved back uh, to the Bay Area, and I'm currently working at Jones Day in their San Francisco office as a litigation associate. And um, um, I still haven't figured out exactly uh, the specialty I'm going to be going into, but right now I'm doing uh, generally civil litigation. Wow, you're in one of my favorite places in the world, San Francisco in the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It's great. All right. So while you were at George Washington University Law School, you decided to join law students in court. What made you join? Sure, yeah. So I think I, I, I joined really for two primary reasons. Um, first, to gain real-world experience. I mean, you know, by the time you're a third-year law student, you've read a lot of cases, done some research, and written a few things here and there, but you haven't really gained any real litigation experience, and I knew that I wanted to go into litigation. So I just wanted to gain as much real courtroom experience as possible. Um, and so that this provided that for me. Um, but I also wanted to actually represent people and actually sort of make a difference in people's lives as soon as possible because, you know, as attorneys, we do have real valuable abilities that can really make a difference in people's lives. So I just wanted to start representing people and, and you know, making a difference as soon as possible. Um, and I joined wow. the civil division because uh, I've always had an interest in tenant rights and, and property and housing law, so it, I think it was just a really perfect fit for me for all those reasons. I imagine that while you were working with the clinic, you specialized or you had a lot of different types of cases. Can you tell us about some of those cases and clients? Sure, absolutely, yeah. So as part of the civil division, you primarily work with um, represent tenants, um, primarily in uh, legal disputes, mostly unlawful detainer actions, uh, which is basically just eviction proceedings. Um, but within that sort of world, you do a whole lot of different things. I mean, you're negotiating with opposing counsel, you're doing sort of basic motions like asking for continuances or to set aside default judgments. Um, and then, you know, you can also bring procedural motions to get things thrown out, especially when you're going against pro se uh, landlords. Um, and then if you're lucky, you know, you can go to a real a real full jury trial. And um, I, I was luck, lucky enough to get a full two-day uh, jury trial um, with a couple of clients who were, being, you know, in eviction proceedings. Um, and we were arguing, though, that the, the conditions of the, of the apartment were so bad that they shouldn't, you know, owe as much rent as the landlord um, uh, was alleging. So it was just a really terrific experience to be able, 
you know, to go through two days full voir dire, motion to eliminate, opening arguments, direct uh, cross examinations, full closing arguments, and then you know to wait around and and wait for what the what the jury decided. So it was it was really great. What about the clients that you work with? How did you feel about working with them? Yeah, um, it was really terrific working with a wide variety of clients, and um, it's sort of amazing how you know, emotionally connected you get to your clients and you'll go to their house and, um, you know, they'll invite you into into their home and, you know, there may be issues with, with the house that, that you're there, but, um, you know, it's just, it's just you, you really gain a, um, an amazing emotional connection, I think, with the clients. Um, and they're really unbelievably appreciative because I think some of them, you know, have never had anyone sort of in any sort of position of power really advocate for them and be their sort of champion. So um, it was really terrific to, 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 you know, work with clients and represent them in court. It was great. I imagine that while you did your work as a student attorney, you learned lessons. Can you share several with us? Sure, yeah. I think, I mean, I learned a ton, an absolute, a lot. But if I had to say sort of three lessons, I'd say first, I really learned to trust myself. Um, in the sense that you know when you're when you're brand new and you're making your first argument in court, you really you're wondering sort of am I doing this correctly or is my style okay? You know what is my style going to be? Um, but by the end, if you just go through it and you start developing your own style, you really learn to sort of just trust yourself. And when you when you've prepared, when you know the law, when you know the facts, you can just go for it. And even if it's even if you're a brand new attorney, even if it's your first time or you know you're just starting off, um, you know I think you should definitely just trust yourself and that's that's something I learned. Um, I also learned I think that you know the results that you can get for your clients are often far better than you even imagined. I know for myself there were several times where I was representing someone either in a negotiation uh, with opposing counsel um, you know or in the trial that I, that I had where I went into it sort of thinking okay I want this result but I, re- I really didn't know if I could get it. I really wasn't sure um, and I sort of had doubts um, but by the end, you know, thinking back on my experience with some of these just incredible results that we um, achieved, it's like you can really, you know, do more for your clients and get results that are even better than, than even I, you know, in my case, that even I ever imagined. So I think it really, um, you know, helped me to be confident and sort of say, hey, I'm going to go for the, the best result we can get and actually believe that, that we can get that. Um, and then lastly, I think um, one of the one of the biggest lessons that I learned was really to not forget the personal side of representation. As I was talking about a little bit earlier, you know, you really connect emotionally and build a relationship with with the clients. And I think that can almost in some ways be just as important um, as the legal work that you're doing for them. Um, You know, some of them really haven't had um, people to really advocate for them. And so the, the, the connection that you build with them, I think, is extremely important and just listening to them and going into their house and, you know, you know, seeing issues but not, you know, not overreacting to different issues or just saying, hey, you know, you have a lovely house here. Um, I think it make, can make a big difference. And I think sometimes as attorneys, you know, we sort of forget um, that emotion, the emotional connection that you can have with clients. And it's okay. It's, it's really okay to have that. And I think it's a good thing. So that was something, um, last thing that I learned, I think. I appreciate you talking about learning how to trust yourself, and the emotional connection that you make with the client. Those are things that we have a a group of summer interns, and many of them are really clear about 
um, going to law school or working in public interest law. And when they listen to our alumni podcast series, mm-hmm. I'm always excited to hear what they have to say. So I, I'm going to see what kind of feedback we get from them when they hear you saying that you have to trust yourself. And there's an emotional connection that you make with your clients mm-hmm. in doing this work. Yeah, absolutely, and I think just lean into it, you know, and be okay with it, and it, and it'll it'll be good. Awesome. Your current career at Jones Day is somewhat connected to what you did in law students in court. It's litigation. Mm-hmm. How did your law students in court experience impact what you're doing now, or make or help you make that choice to accept the position at Jones Day? Yeah, absolutely. I can talk a little bit about that. So I think I think first off, it just really cemented in my mind that I definitely wanted to go into litigation. That I want courtroom experience. That I want to, you know, get that those types of experiences as early as possible. Um, so that was a big help for me to sort of figure out which path I wanted to go down. But then also, I think it really gave me the confidence to, you know, be okay with sort of accepting. Um, you know, real litigation experience in front of court. Now, it hasn't happened at Jones Day yet, um, but I think the, the point is that if someone were to say to me, hey, David, you know, how about doing a deposition? I would I would jump at the opportunity and say, absolutely, knowing that I've had sort of the, the basics, the fundamentals that I've already gone through it. And I wouldn't be where I was when I first started at Los Angeles in court where I was, like, very nervous to make, you know, your first, to, to make your first um, argument in court. And so I think it's really given me the confidence to be able um, to go down this career path and also, you know, be confident to sort of be out of my comfort zone to say, hey, some of these things are going to be very challenging. Some of these things are going to be make me nervous. Some of these things, you know, I'm going to be very new at and might mess things up, you know, to begin with. But be okay with that. And and so I think it's really instilled a lot of uh, confidence in me um, in that regard. Good to hear. Good to hear. What does justice mean to you? Oh man, yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, I think I think for me, uh, justice is is really just about uh, holding everybody to the same standard, leveling the playing field, and making sure that um, the powerful and um, those um, you know in authority uh, are are held to the same standards as as the lowest members of our society, the least powerful members of our society, those that are most likely to be victims. Um, you know, the Supreme Court has the four words, equal justice under law. And to me, I think that really embodies um, what what justice is and what the rule of law really is. I mean, from the president of the United States down to, um, you know, individual, you know, very poor individuals, homeless individuals, you know, everybody's held to the same standard. And to me, I think the biggest injustice is when those in authority abuse their power and when people of power, you know, victimize uh, the weak and the helpless. And so, to me, um, justice is about leveling the playing field and making sure that everybody has a voice and that everybody um, is equal under the law. I love that. And thank you for talking about the injustice piece of it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I hope I hope that I can continue with, um, you know, a, a strong pro bono practice and I hope that everything that, you know, that I do make sure that everybody's held to the same standards and everybody's treated fairly. Awesome. We love to hear our alum talk about continuing the pro bono practice. That is a big, big, big thing with us, as you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So It's so important on so many levels. It is. Well, David, I want to thank you again for spending some time with us 
today and sharing your experiences. And before we sign off, everyone, I want to invite you to do several things. Visit our website at dclawstudents.org and sign up to receive our blog so you can stay in touch and see what we're doing. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LSICJustice. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash dclawstudents. And be sure to connect with us on LinkedIn. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great day. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.